0: This special live recorded episode of Conor O'Brien Needs a Friend is presented by Chevy and their lineup of electric vehicles. Now, just because you're established doesn't mean you can't be an innovator. Chevy has proven that. Okay, the Chevy name, everybody knows it. They think they know what to expect from a Chevy. But if you don't think electric vehicle when you think Chevy, you do not know Chevy, old friend. With Chevy, you don't need to be rich to have an EV. Chevy is breaking the mold, making an EV for everyone, no matter the life stage or budget. Head to chevy.com slash Conan to learn more. Fall is here, hear the yell. Back to school and ring the bell. Brand new shoes, walking blues, time the fence, books and pens. I can tell that we are going to be friends. I can tell that we are going to be friends.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, Conan (laughs) O'Brien!
0: That's really nice, thank you very much. Thank you! (laughs) You guys are making it harder and harder for me to pretend I don't have a friend, I have to tell you. I wish I could find a friend! There's 35,000 people cheering. Wow, that was incredibly nice, thank you so much. This means the world to me, thank you. But we are so glad that you're here. Uh, As you know, we started doing this podcast uh, on a whim about three years ago, and uh, you guys turned it into this big thing and we are eternally grateful. We're really happy. Of course, I don't do it alone. I wish I did. Uh, (laughs) But I thought, no, it's not funny with just me. I need two people who really irritate me all the time. By my side, and I love them both dearly. Let's hear it for Matt Gorley and Sona Monserrate! That's incredible. Uh, I just want to ask quickly because I know that um, this is a big. Uh, this has really changed your lives a little bit, right? Uh, uh, I mean, Sona, when. Wait. What? You had a very humdrum existence. What? before I showed up and then I um, cast my magical beam on you and then, whoa, suddenly, wherever you go... Huh, what? No, you get recognized a lot, do you not?
2: Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
2: do. I, um, wait, because of the podcast or because of, uh... No,
0: because you're a great assistant. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, aren't you that assistant that really does a pretty good job? Yeah. I you read about you. you go pick up my dry cleaning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, you can't. Yeah, imagine. I do.
2: This yeah. is exciting.
0: You have a very rem- a memorable voice, and people recognize you.
2: Yeah, but I don't, I mean, would I say you ch- you changed my life? The
0: best thing that ever happened to you. Oh, and, no. And, and, no. And you're married with children. I'm I am. still. Every night, don't you... You're a little babies, don't you say to them? And then I met the greatest man ever,
2: no, O'Brien. No, I've n- never said that in my whole life, Good ever. night. Nope, 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 nope. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah, you're right.
0: They'd get too excited, and then they wouldn't go to sleep. Uh,
2: no. You know him? Ah!
0: Do they... S- they don't speak yet, they're 10 months, right? Yeah,
2: they're 10 months old. They don't, they don't know who you are. Oh. So they don't I, think that's
0: possible. No. Uh, they
2: I have absolutely no idea who oh, you are. I they think, live under a rock. No, um, I think I think they've seen you and they're scared of you. You're the whitest person they've ever met. <laughs>
0: I did go I did go uh, over to uh, Sona's house to visit the twins. I've been over uh, to see them and yeah. they, and then you brought them over to our new offices and your sons were just looking at me and looking up at my hair and looking yeah. at me and looking up at my hair. And then I was moving my hair and they became transfixed. You know what I do? Yeah. Oh my God. I was doing that. Well, now you're transfixed. Now I am. You're, you're drooling like a baby. Because your head
1: and your hair are in two different municipal zones. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's broken.
0: Oh, yeah. No, don't touch it. No. It's held on with Velcro. Matt Gorley, how are you? It's good to see you.
1: I'm, I'm well, thank you.
0: Thanks yeah, for... Yeah, you look terrific. And Matt is the magician behind the scenes who uh, makes the madness come together. Oh, you really do. Thanks, thank you. And yet, still, I do nothing but insult you and belittle you.
1: Yeah, you have changed my life in that
0: way. (laughs) No, before you met me, you were never insulted so often. Yeah, it's really different. There you go. Changed your life. You've made me a shell of a human being. There you go.
2: Yeah, you do break down the people you work with. Yes, I do. Yeah, Yeah, you do.
0: It's the service I provide. Um... No, I am very excited. Uh, we have a terrific guest. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, right. And we're gonna have a lovely time tonight. And I love, it's so funny to me that when we started doing the podcast, I was doing a TV show and had been doing one for many, many years. And then I thought, I wanna do something completely different, a departure. So I started, we started just in a little room, the three of us doing the podcast and it felt so different. And then it started to grow and grow and grow. And then they started to say, hey, um, you know what you could do? You could uh, actually, we could start shooting it and having some of it on TV or, you know, footage. And I'm like, okay. And then they said, you know what you could do? You could start doing them in front of an audience. Mm. And then they said, if you got the audience, you should get the band. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I am right back where I fucking started. Yeah. I mean, how? How is this? I swear to God, if I became, you know, a podiatrist, <laughs> they'd be like, you're a pretty good podiatrist. You're pretty good. Yeah, you're a good podiatrist. You know what would be good? If we had a couple of people here just watching you.
1: Do you think maybe you died and you're a ghost who has to, like, work something out before they can pass on or something? I mean, you look like yeah, if a this ghost. Is,
0: if this is... <laughs> If this is it, I am not going. This is not <laughs> It's not punishment to get killer crowds and be here yeah. in LA doing what I love. So, if this is a if this is a yeah. punishment, I will take it. Yeah.
1: Well, we are very happy to be here tonight as part of the Netflix is a Joke Festival.
0: Yeah. Right. It's exciting. Are, I realized I think um, well, you and I did uh, Bonnaroo a long time ago, but really this is the first real festival oh. I'm thinking that I've done and I was thinking like, this is cool because it's like, we're, we're like an act on Woodstock, you know? Ooh.
2: Are, are, are we? <laughs>
0: Woodstock? No, I meant Woodstock 99, not yes. 69. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> that I makes more like sense. I I'm, feel
0: like I'm more like, I'm not, I, didn't, I wasn't saying I was Jimi Hendrix. I'm saying I'm, I'm the bass player for Limp Bizkit.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: And everyone out there's covered in mud. Yeah, and yeah, human yeah, excrement.
0: Yeah, and it's a—it's just hemorrhaging cash. No, that's the Woodstock I was talking about. I would never say we would have been at the '69 Woodstock. No, no, if we were, we're we'd def- be
1: Sha Na Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'd be canned heat. <laughs> I'm going to the country, got to get away. Okay, I don't know that reference. Oh come at on, all. these references are just what the kids love these days. You'd- come on, a little
2: more, yeah, a little more. Yeah, canned heat. Oh, <laughs>
0: You're excited. You I know am. this. Remember that? Jimmy, you know that one, right? Oh, I'm going to the country. i to get away
3: I'm going to the country. Got to
0: get away. Oh, no, I'm still thank you. Wow, look, people are filing out.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm leaving too. I gotta go. I was in traffic for six
2: hours.
0: (laughs) How was it with Carl? He sang some song from the late 60s (laughs) in a very high alto.
2: (laughs) I did not enjoy it and I didn't
0: understand it, man.
1: (laughs) I think there might be another way that we could further alienate Sona if we're interested in that. Which is that? Which is what? Okay, well, many of you probably know that it's the... Fourth of May today, which means it's Star Wars Day.
0: Oh. That's right. It's it's Star Wars Day. Yes. Yeah. May the may fourth the, be with may you. May the fourth yeah. be with yes. you. Someone came up with that a couple of years ago, and yeah, but it's uh, Had an orgasm, and then uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was me. Fourth
0: of May, May the fourth be. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> In contact everyone I know.
2: <laughs> We've
0: started a movie. It was Matt. Did you have a camera in my room? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's like the fourth, but it's the fourth. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: so,
1: the reason that we bring this up is that some people might not know, but you are technically. In the Star Wars canon, you I are am. officially part of the Star Wars universe.
0: This uh, we were doing a week of shows in San Francisco. I don't know, twelve years ago. Yeah. And um, one of the guests was Mr. George Lucas. Heard of him? And he came on the program. And then, as a, like a nice gesture, he said, "Conan, from now on, there's one, there's a character that hasn't been named." Yeah,
1: Admiral Mahdi, but he didn't have a full name.
0: Okay. well, Boy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just look, I'm just stating the. F- oh! No! <laughs> <laughs> Brr- yeah, there's a guy, and so they named him. What did they named him after me? Yeah,
1: I think it's Conan and Anthony Motti. I think.
0: Uh huh. Well, you got to get it just right, or people are gonna be pissed. I know.
1: They're walking out.
0: I <laughs> thank you for being so cool that you didn't care about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> if the crowd had shouted it all out, I'd have just been out of here so fast. Yeah. Conan Anthony Motti. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, and I guess that's a big deal. I've had uh, Star Wars people, um, you know. Star Wars
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> what, like what? a like a stormtrooper, no, or a you like
0: people that come up that are into that stuff say, "You're in the canon." Yeah. And I go, "Yeah, okay," you know. Yeah. Good for you. Right. But. And then I I, I, I do this to them, and they get really mad. Oh yeah. Oh. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: May the Yoda be with you, and they're like,
3: "No, <laughs> It's not it, man."
1: <laughs> So, I am also in the Star Wars canon through a what, weird. What, how, I'm well, sorry.
0: It's, no, no offense, but no. How? I understand. <laughs> I get it. It is right and proper that that I am uh, part of. You know any great canon. Well, that's What's debatable. Your story? But you're right.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know that I belong in there. But I had two friends, Ben Acker, Ben Blacker, who wrote a young adult Star Wars novel called Join the Resistance, and it's canon. And they named a spaceport after my wife and me called Lund Goorly. Hey.
0: But wait a minute. So is this, No. wow, can I just wow. say, I don't know how this is, I want, it, I want it to be very clear when you're listening to the podcast, that was a very small portion of the audience. <laughs> but the probably. fact that anybody, that anybody applauded that is really saying something. Wait a minute, something. but who, what is their right? Anyone can write a, a, a fantasy book on their computer. and. No, you, this, was a,
1: this is published, this is canon.
0: Published how? What do you mean it's published? Published on the press. On the press? You have no facts on your side. This is the saddest thing. I met a guy and he said if I give him forty dollars, he'd give me no. magic beans. <laughs> no, and a part of the Star Wars canon. Don't make me go to
1: Wikipedia.
0: Oh, for God. Oh way. no. This is no, also no. where you
1: find out who you are. For God's
2: Okay.
0: He's okay, but you all know Chappelle. Someone you know, ran on stage with Chappelle. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, before the show, uh, the people here working at Netflix said, Conan, if you want, we'll put barriers up to to protect you. And I was like, you've got to be kidding. (laughs) By the way, right now, if someone ran up and grabbed your phone, I I would not stop them. I'd give it to them. (laughs) I'd give it to him. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Well, that's congratulations. I'm glad yeah. that someone wrote something. And- My whole point for bringing this
1: up was not, obviously not to brag about that. No. It was to, to put it to
0: Sona. Oh, that's right. You're not in Star Wars at all, are you?
2: No. <laughs> no, I'm not. Thank you, are, you for telling me. Are you okay? Are you doing
0: okay? Yeah, Do you-
2: yeah I'm, f- I'm in other st- stuff.
0: What, what are you in? I'll tell
2: you what I'm in. Hold on. My friend wrote a graphic novel uh, called Soul Kiss, and I'm a character, and someone kisses me, I die, and I get flushed down a toilet.
1: Wow. Well, I guess you win. You know, I'm not seeing that on Wikipedia.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. OK, no, you've uh, you've been it, right?
2: Didn't you have uh, you been on a reality show or something? Didn't you? Wait, what?
0: Oh, I don't know. Someone else. had got No, drunk.
2: I wasn't. I, <laughs> I was uh, I was in the opening of a show when I was in second grade. I was t- saying the Pledge of Allegiance and someone took my picture. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> saying it now, it sounds creepy. But I was uh, I was in an were- opening like credits.
0: Wait, I don't understand. Why would you be you were just saying the Pledge of Allegiance where?
2: I was at school. I oh, okay. was like so I thought a, you
0: were just saying it out on the street.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Convincing no. people I belong in America, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah. What? Well, you know. What I do was you born came here late. No, I no. was born in this country. I was so sure. born I did not float here in a basket. Oh, so no. Well. Yeah. A
0: lot of different stories. <laughs> no, there's one story. <laughs> floating around there. Was born. In a Rolling Stone magazine article said you came here, you floated here in a basket. Yeah,
2: you said that to I Rolling Stone. I know I said Stone. that. I yeah. said that
0: to a reporter and he wrote it down. Yes. In <laughs> Rolling Stone magazine that Sonam Obsession floated here in a basket after her father, uh, from the island of Armenia, after Not her an father island. saved her from a goat attack. Right. So that happened, and the guy yeah. printed it.
2: He printed it in Rolling Stone forever. Yeah. And one day my kids are going to Google it, and they're going to be like, did you really float here in a basket? Yeah. they'll be like, Uncle Conan. It's more Conan. legitimate than
0: his fake story
2: about,
1: <laughs> you know. That's not a fake story. That's canon, and I will thank you to respect me. All right, let's move on. May
2: the fourth be with you. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> we, uh, we, we, uh, we're here today to do this podcast, which we love so much, and of course... The biggest and best part of our uh, podcast, in my opinion, uh, is that we get these wonderful people to come on and talk to us. Um, Our guest today uh, is someone I dearly, dearly love and admire and uh, thrilled that this person is uh, joining us right now. I know it's a surprise, but I think you're going to be happy. Let's bring these lights down, shall we?
4: My name's Bill Hader. <laughs> hey. Hey. Uh, <laughs> feel thrilled about being Conor O'Brien's friend!
0: Hello! Wow, that made me really happy. That made oh, me that so was... happy.
4: Oh, that was awesome. Thank you guys.
0: Yeah. Thanks. That was so sweet. It's always it's always dangerous because I could have said here the assist assistant superintendent of the sewage system. <laughs> 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 the lead editor of Wikipedia.
1: It's like
4: Hello, hello children, hello. <laughs>
0: uh, no, um. we are we are thrilled that you're here. Thanks, I'm pal. thrilled. You're one of my favorite people. You're one of my
4: favorite people, Conan.
0: Okay, we're going to edit out the part where I said, you're one of my favorite people. <laughs> and then we're going to have you say, you're one of my favorite people, and then we're going to echo it. I love you, Conan. I love you, Conan. <laughs> you are my hero.
4: <laughs> you saved my life you, you once, saved, Conan. You saved my, 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 my,
0: my, my, my life <laughs> <laughs> there's so many things I'm delighted about you've always been uh, one of the funniest people I know and you've been so generous to me over the years uh, with your talent and I love what you've done at this stage in your career with Barry because yeah. they exist Joey <laughs> so, thank you no really I do like, it's because you get to do everything. You get to be uh, funny, but you're also uh, a, a terrific actor. The tension, the way you can ratchet up tension, you're directing now. Oh, I think thank you're, you. Are you. You're directing all the episodes. Yeah, well, Alec Burr directed three of them, I directed
4: five, and right. then,
0: yeah, I'm gonna
4: hopefully direct more. So but yeah, I, I love directing. That's like, yeah. That's why, and that's and what you know,
0: what doing. I forgot, and then I remembered it, is that this does make sense, because you were uh, an incredible, Movie buff when you were a kid you just you watched movies all the time was it just movies exclusively movies and TV Yeah,
4: mostly movies. The only TV show. I think we watched was Golden Girls <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Golden Girls is kind of the best show like and I it's I pretty so, cinematic. No, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to dive in on that a little bit you mean when you say it was one of the best shows What do you mean? <laughs> have you ever seen it yeah it's fine it's
4: fucking amazing yeah. okay but it there's never a bad episode yep no Ooh. i would say <laughs> I, I you know what it was on after school and mm-hmm. i would watch it yeah. and i loved it and i um i loved all those women yeah
3: <laughs> and when
4: betty white came and hosted when i was on a saturday night live i was like <laughs> yes you know just completely in awe of her, and she Well, she was, was so
0: hilarious. Sweet. I mean, I, I mean, she lived uh, such a long life, but at, amazing, it, 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 like <laughs> hilarious. Uh, late, we late, do. late in life, amazing, impeccable timing. We did a
4: um, scared straight sketch with her, where Keenan Thompson mm-hmm. was was yelling at us, and I am a soft touch. I don't know if you know that. I laugh very easily on in sketches. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so Keenan in that sketch would always mess with me and then when we did it on air she started doing it with him and I and I started like I was trying to keep it together and I started laughing and the minute they said you know you know cut you know we're moving to the next set she came up to me and she went I'm so sorry sweetie <laughs> And I was like, here's all my money. Here's everything. <laughs> here's
0: my children. What else do you want? I'll give it all to you. No one's ever treated me like that before. <laughs>
3: what
0: well, blows my mind, I'm always forgetting that you grew up in Tulsa. Yeah. Right? You grew up in Tulsa. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. Hey, there's someone from Tulsa here?
4: Yeah. Hey, right on. All right. Us. Hey, all right. Yeah. Woo! You can't get back in. No, no. Uh, <laughs> at the airport, they're like, "You've been to, you've been to Los Angeles." <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> You got that L.A. on you. I can see it.
0: Put him in quarantine. Show him some hee-haw. Well, did you, I mean, so you're growing up and you love, you're watching a lot of film. Old, yeah,
4: a lot of old movies, a lot of movies. Yeah, I just did sit and watch it. Did you fit movies. in with
0: the other kids? Yeah,
4: I mean, I was all right, but I was kind of like, you know, you know, just kind of like a... Uh, you know, just kind of, you know, like a weird nerd. <laughs> like now. Like, what I'm doing now, that's how I talk to everybody in high school. was, was there, like, hey, do you have... I, but, but, hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> was there pressure on you to play sports or anything like that? Oh, yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, in Oklahoma, that was a big deal. My dad, we played sports. I mean, my dad was very big at me playing basketball because I was very tall for my age. But it is the type of thing when you're like, 9 They're like, you got to put some size on you. <laughs> you know, you got to bulk you up, you right. know, and I'm like, this isn't for me. I'm going to go watch Singing in the Rain. <laughs> I
0: remember I, you had this, I had people telling me, you got to, you must play pretty serious basketball because I was tall. Yeah. And I was like, you know, there are other requirements. Yes. They're like, oh, then other you than must height. play a mean Frankenstein. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I could maybe do. But it was just so sure. funny, people would be like, oh, look at this guy. I bet, you, you know, I bet you'd be an amazing... You're probably going to go to the NBA. Yeah, just like, based on it, size. Yeah, <laughs> just based on your height and nothing, knowing nothing else about you. I haven't even heard you speak or... I haven't even seen you move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but here's a contract for the NBA. Here's a billion dollars. And man. you just get started playing the best basketball ever. <laughs> and then that, I'd start to move and they'd be like... Jesus fucking Christ. Ten minutes later, they're like, What have we done? What do we do? We gave him so much money. I'll play your basketball.
4: He looks like a marionette and one of the strings broke. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can't
0: hold ball. (laughs) The other thing you need to know is you need to care where the ball is on the court yeah yeah that that, was always a problem i never understood that either i was like it could look
4: nice in the stands (laughs) there's a beautiful woman wearing a pashmina in the front i think she should be holding the ball (laughs)
3: look
4: at that the orange and what she's
0: wearing and they're like get him out of (laughs) here did um you know what amazed me is and uh you have so many talents, and then I find out that you came out to LA, and my assumption would be, and I think a lot of our, of us just would assume that people would see a Bill Hader and right away think, oh my God, this guy's amazing. You were a PA for six years.
4: Uh, yeah, I was a production assistant. Hey, we got PAs in here? You guys not getting a lot of sleep? Yeah, man, I would drive out. First one there, last one to leave. Right. I, was, I worked on a movie called Collateral Damage with Arnold Schwarzenegger, which was, uh, if you get the DVD of that... <laughs> listen carefully. And <laughs> you go to the deleted scenes, there is a scene with Elias Coteus and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and, and uh, I, as a PA, the guy who was supposed to play the uh, pilot didn't show up. And so they go, who can fit in this costume? <laughs> and who's 6'2"? And they're like, well, haters 6'2". So I'm playing the pilot, and I turn around and I go, three or four hours, depending on the weather. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, So Arnold's we can see like, that. We can see. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> you know what? He, I know you like this. I'll tell you, the first time I met Arnold Schwarzenegger, I... <clears throat> I was, I was, it was like 5 in the morning as you know as a PA it's like base camp 5 in the morning sitting there and I see his trailer and they're like Arnold's not here yet and I go oh okay and I'm waiting and then suddenly the door flies open and there's Arnold Schwarzenegger in a bathrobe with a big goblet of something and a cigar. Mm-hmm. And it's just me. So I'm just like.
3: <laughs>
4: and I see him, and he's like 50 yards away, but I can see him go. Baby. And then he starts walking towards me, and he gets up to me and he goes, Where are Jeff and Peter? That and that's his hair and makeup guys. I go, I- I'll, I'll find them. Uh, uh, ho- hold on. And I'm looking for my walk, and he goes, Find them. Show me your leadership capabilities. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's fantastic. I was like,
4: they're right there. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, <laughs> <laughs> find them, show me
6: leadership capability.
0: <laughs> I've never been more afraid in my life. Wait. <laughs> When my wife and I uh, went on our honeymoon, we were there for like a day, and the next, we, like literally we got married, uh, and then we went down to Mexico, and we're- I saw it on tel- live on TV. What's that? We it? all no. saw it. Yeah. <laughs> the world's died. And, and then the next morning, uh, it was the biggest global wedding ever that I had. Some new Princess and My wife showed up, in, Oh, no, no, that's, yeah, that was, that was Prince and Charles. Uh, but- Anyway, um, we show up and we just come down for breakfast. It's like our first day of our honeymoon yeah. and Schwarzenegger comes and he sits down and you're, I, I don't do a, a good Schwarzenegger, but he sits down uh, next to us and he goes like, he knew, I guess it had been on the news that I got mm-hmm. married or something. He went, oh, I, I, you know, I that you got married. <laughs> it's good for you that you got married it's good it's just good and just then they that's good. That's out. Good. he said no that's good you know and then he brought out I'll never forget this a waiter brought out a phone which I've only seen in movies it was yeah. like yeah. it was 2002 and like so that it, it, a, a waiter brought out a phone and put it on his table and said call for you and he picked up the phone and went hello <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yay an omen that this hello. is a good marriage Hello, it's (laughs) honors. So I don't know, I was, um, you know, you were really nice uh, to um, come on uh, when I was winding up late night, uh, the late night show last year. And you're doing this amazing segment. And then you did this perfect setup to Paul Rudd coming out. And it was so well done. You guys really played it. Uh, very well that you had this disagreement, which of course led into Mac and Me. Yeah, the Mac and Me thing. The Mac and Me clip. And everybody was super happy and I thought, what a great way for it to end. I don't know if you're aware that a couple of months ago um, I'm talking to Paul Rudd and he comes on the podcast and we're just chatting and I swear to God, no one told me anything. He's talking, and he's talking about this project he's doing. Remember this? This audio, it was a a scripted audio program or something? It was a narrative podcast. A narrative podcast. And I'm listening, going like, oh, this is, you know, like, Paul was being, he's always great. But he was going on a little bit about this thing, and I was like, oh, okay, well, all right. (laughs) And he was going on about it, and he went, no, no, we have a a clip of it. And I'm like, okay. And suddenly... a monitor, which I hadn't seen, I hadn't noticed this monitor. He went, yeah, it's right here. And I went, oh, I guess it's a monitor. And it's the goddamn Mac and Me clip. And I was like, it's a, first of all, A, we put it to bed forever in this beautiful way with Bill Hader. It's never going to get better than that. B, it's a podcast. You can't do that on a podcast. And I was completely yeah. fooled. And people on the street have been like, we well, you were in on it. I'm like, I had no idea.
4: That is so funny.
0: Yeah. It enraged me.
4: Oh, my God, that is funny. <laughs> I just like, yeah, Paul and Will Forte are those kind of people who just are like, they have a bit and they just take it forever. <laughs> and, and, and that thing we did, the Ed Burns Grill Boys, which yeah. was the thing, which is a bit that he and I and Joe Latruglio did at a party once, and it cleared out the party. <laughs> people were like, please stop doing that. And we just kept going like,
0: hey, yeah.
4: Weird. it's so dumb. It was like Ed Burns, you guys. Remember Ed Burns. It was so it was like Ed Burns movies. Like um, it's uh, always like
0: New York Irish,
4: Irish yeah. guys. And it was like, hey, yeah,
0: my my mother was a firefighter, <laughs> but uh,
4: now she's thinking about being a cop. <laughs> and then every, and then and we're gr- and we're grilling. Yeah. And then every once in a while we go, hey, 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 to pop, to pop, to pop, to pop. <laughs> and we did this. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating for about five hours. Uh, and I do remember Jean Garofalo yelling, shut the fuck up, stop it. And we c- would never, we just kept doing it. And, and uh, yeah, that, so it makes sense to me that he would be like, well, no, I'm totally going to no, do no, Mac I'm and No, no, I'm quite B-.
0: convinced that later, very late in my life when I'm, you know, and I'm going to be in the hospital and they're going to come in, they're going to say like, man, eh, you know, just go <laughs> It's not good and they're gonna tell me it's not good and they're gonna say, there's, you know, there's one thing we could do. We, we could try this one thing in this area of your heart. We could go in and I'd be like, well, what is it? And they're like, well, we can show you right now. And they'll reel in the monitor and it'll be the Mac and me clip. And I'll look over and it'll be Rudd and he'll like yeah. take off his mustache and go, there's no cure, you're gonna die. Yeah, there's no cure. <laughs> He's just, yeah, that's my, that's
4: my favorite kind of stuff. I, I admire that so much.
0: You know, you got name checked. We taped a podcast just um, a couple days ago with uh, the uh, great and immortal uh, Jeff Goldblum. And, oh, wow. uh, and Ooh. Jeff Goldblum was talking and being so great and so Jeff goldblum And at one point <laughs> he talked about when he first came to LA and he said the celebrities you could see And and where you would see them in LA and he's uh, you know, he's uh, Different I think another click ahead of us in generation or me anyway So he was seeing he was there ten years before I was and he was seeing these great old stars and he said "Uh, I Saw Vincent Price at the Ralphs (laughs) Uh, The great, you know uh, Scary film star Vincent Price and in the moment I went oh my god and Goldblum realized at the same time the guy does the best Vincent Price in the world is Bill Hader and on the podcast it's not going to air till after this one but I said like damn it I wish Bill Hader was here right now and could do could do Vincent Price at a Ralph's (laughs) like looking at melons I just I don't know it just made me really happy you don't have to I'm not paying you
4: (sighs) well now if I don't do it I'm an asshole
0: yes
4: (laughs) yes you are Uh, yeah maybe yeah he's like uh, comes up to someone there and he's like Uh, I'm trying to make a lemon meringue pie. (laughs) And I have most of the ingredients. But I was wondering if you... Why won't you look at me when I speak to you? (laughs) (laughs) You Do you imagine if he did an Instacart and they showed up and it's like a fucking haunted mansion? Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I know the house is a little bit on the nose. (laughs) Oh, uh, let's see. Miracle Whip. We have this. Where the hell are the marshmallows?
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I got to be, I got to get credit. My, that Vincent Price that I did, guy, uh, uh, Charlie Grandy and, and Matt Murray were like, oh, you should do Vincent Price. I was just new on SNL and I didn't have one. And I kind of, who did a really great uh, Vincent Price was Dana Gould. Yes, yes. And Dana Gould does a great, Vincent Price, Uh, so I have to give credit where I, and I I met him and I go, I feel like I'm fully ripping off your Vincent Price. And he was like, you are, you owe me money. No, he's one of the sweetest guys ever. He's a really nice guy. And one of the funniest humans on the planet. One of the funniest humans on the planet.
0: Um, I, uh, I'm glad that we, we got that, you know, No, it's good to address that because it's really good to pay. Like, I realize there's so much stuff that I picked up from different performers who weren't even alive anymore yeah. when I was a kid, and I'm always saying, well, I'm just doing Johnny Carson's version of Jack Benny, which is Jack yeah. Benny's version of someone in vaudeville I'll never meet.
4: I mean, half the stuff I did at SNL, I could be like, okay, that's Phil Hartman, that's Eugene Levy, that's Phil Hartman again, you, you know what I mean? It's just right. like, yeah, it's all that stuff.
0: Yeah. The um, Yeah. You know, I wanted to talk about something which is, I think it would be, and it's something a lot of people don't uh, probably discuss enough is that this duality between you're a performer, you're this performer that chooses to be on Saturday Night Live, pursues it and is really good at it, yet you're an incredibly anxious person. Yeah. And one of the things that I find really fascinating is that that is true of a lot of us. I don't know what it is. The people I knew in high school who were completely confident all the time and thought they were hilarious. Monsters. Monsters. <laughs> I went to school with Putin. He was just yeah. thought he was the funniest guy. Yeah. Hello, Conan. Hello, Conan. Uh, <laughs> he was the one always setting the clock ahead 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Looks like we're going to get out of I can't. Mr. Droshti, we'll wait you go, Conan. This is going to be hilarious. Teacher, teacher doesn't know they're going to sit down. It sounds like they fart. It's <laughs> whoopee cushion is some chair, Conan. <laughs>
5: But you know what
0: I mean? There's like,
4: I am the funniest man.
0: <laughs> I am the class clown. <laughs> but it is a weird thing where the people that are convinced, you know, and I was very uh, um, somewhat shy and anxious and then pursued this line of work where it's go out there in front of people. And I um, know that was that was you, you had like coping mechanisms when you were at SNL if you were gonna be in a sketch, and, and SNL is the very pinnacle of, it is live. It's now yeah. or never. And you'd, of course, do scenes where you were carrying the whole thing. It's you, right to camera. You would intentionally mess up sometimes, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, it was a
4: thing of, I went to a therapist, and the therapist was like, what is the thing that, is the thing, and you're like, I'm trying to get the, I need, it's like, if if I mess this up at all, the whole, the whole studio is going to fall down on me you know what i mean right. it was just this fear of like i have to land this thing perfectly so she was like well, what if you try just changing a couple words around and then that will kind of take you out of your head and so i did that so if i came out i was like hello hello if the script was hello and hello ladies and gentlemen uh, you know i come out and go hi guys and girls welcome back or you know whatever and then that would kind of you know, make me go. Oh, I, I, screwed up. I didn't say what was on the cards, and I'm still here. Everything's fine. You know, and I did that a lot. I mean, that's. But it, it was really helpful, and and uh, I mean, that's why the one care. You know, the character, the the. Stefan was the character where I had to. Where the that was the one where that covering the face thing. That's what I wanted to do in every sketch was just go like this because I would be, you know... I remember I, play, I had to play Julian Assange and I showed up and, 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 uh, and uh, Seth Meyers was like, hey, man, uh, we just wrote a... Hey, buddy, we just wrote a... We just, uh, that's, <laughs> hey, buddy, uh, we just wrote a Julian Assange for you. You got to do it tonight. And I was like, boo. And uh, Jeff Bridges was the host. And I was shaking and I did it and I was so nervous and I had a wine glass and I put my face in the wine glass. I was just, I, I had a full panic attack and afterwards I was just feeling terrible and, and Jeff Bridges, I've, afterwards I talked to him, I was like, I had a panic attack out there and he was like, oh, I used to work with Robert Ryan, the great actor Rob Ryan and he said before every take he would start sweating and I said, really, after all these years you still get nervous and he said, oh, I'd be really afraid if I wasn't afraid. And I went, Oh, he goes, he goes so you gotta use that. And he goes, That's your buddy, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, a little anxiety, you know, you bring it out better, man. You say, Let's go, man. Let's like fuck it, man. Terrible man. therapist. Yeah, can you imagine he as a therapist? Hi.
0: <laughs> I don't know, I was so anxious, and then I snapped at my kids. She's like, yell at him, man.
4: (laughs) man. You should just go and, yeah, cheat on your wife, man, if that's what you feel like, brother.
0: It's funny you say that, because there's so much great comedy, I think especially sketch comedy, like uh, Molly Shannon, I was talking to her recently, and she talked about Mary Catherine Gallagher, and how so much of the physicality what comes from um, anxiety, just complete yeah. anxiety. And the character is so anxious, but you know the, the stuff under the arms, yeah. the smelling the fingers, the explosiveness, yeah. that, that it all came from, I'm, I'm it, so scared that I wanna blow out this way. Yeah, you, it, you can tell the hardest
4: thing in SNL is to have to play somebody who is very calm. Like I had to do a lot of game show hosts and they have to be very <laughs> confident yeah. and very calm. And it just sucked because beforehand I'm like, Like having a full, you know, mental, I would go into, there was a, on, uh, right by the big makeup room at SNL, there's this bathroom and I would go in there after the meeting right before air and literally just, just freak out. I would just have like a little, and it was this thing of like, let's get it out. But I learned, and it was kind of that Jeff Bridges thing and some other stuff I've been reading about it, is that when you push at it, it gets... Bigger, it's like a monster nine on your face, and when you go, no, nah, get away, the thing gets bigger. Right. But if you just kind of like go, oh, there it is, uh, okay, I have anxiety, and just saying like, oh, I'm anxious, oh, I'm anxious right now, it kind of chills out, you know. I just did it backstage. I was like, watch it. when you guys started, I went. Huh. <laughs> And I start I, pacing up and down the stairs, and I'm looking like, down like that. this, and then I'm like, oh, I'm anxious, I'm anxious, I'm anxious. Why are they going on about Star Wars so much? What <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the canon. Who's in the canon? Who gives- what are they talking about? You'll be in the canon. <laughs> <laughs> For your Tauntaun alone, you'll be in the canon. Oh, yeah. The Tauntaun impression. No,
0: no, no. Okay. You
4: don't- I actually am BB-8. I, what? Do, I, I do the voice of BB-8. That is you. Yeah, and Ben Schwartz, but That's I don't amazing. know what he does, but I, yeah. And so all you I are
0: in the canon. Yes! Yes! yes. You are? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever.
4: <Huh. laughs> Look, they all just put masks on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I <laughs> like when people didn't have masks on for most of the show and then late in the show, they, just they went went. on.
4: Oh, boy, they're talking about this kind of anxiety stuff. I know I'm getting anxious.
0: The, um, no, but it's, I would think, one of the things I've always found is when I'm anxious, I get anxious beforehand, uh-huh. and I, people make fun of me, but I do, I like stretch backstage and I get mm-hmm. down low, and I'm, you know, you'd never think that I would need to do any of that. I'm not doing an act you know, an athletic yeah. event, but I need to do all these things to work out whatever the anxiety is. But then I find that getting in front of people and and performing uh, helps. Now that you're directing, I know you're writing, I know you're acting, but you're directing. I don't know if I would be, what I would do with anxiety then. What do you do when you're a director? Are you, are you able to be calm?
1: Yeah, it,
4: that's weird. What's the outlet? Yeah, it's weird.
0: It's like you kind of...
4: Yeah, it, it's strange that that doesn't stress me out as much as, like, this, you know? Being, like, on a big... And I'm, I'm fine now, but, like, the, it's the anticipation of it, you know? It's the anticipation of coming out. You're like, I wake up this morning, I go, oh, I'm going to go on Conan, we're going to be at the world Turn. Oh, boy, you know? And I start, my heart gets a little, you know? But when you're directing, you're just kind of, you know, you're problem-solving, and you have a very clear idea of what you want, and that can kind of take over. And then when you're working with great people... Like Henry Winkler and stuff like that. You just—it's not that. It's really
0: not that hard. Henry Winkler said that. Henry Winkler said that because you are so heavily involved in the writing too, that he can see you sometimes. mouthing along. You're mouthing along the words as he's trying to act.
4: Yes, it drives him nuts. It
0: drives everybody nuts.
4: All the actors on the show are like, "Please stop," because I'll be like... like, "But what do you mean?"
0: Uh, and it drives people crazy. Are you ever? Do you ever do it when you're in the scene with them, or just when you're off camera oh, as a director?
4: Oh uh, well, no, there have been times where it's like a two shot of us, and then the DP's like, "I can see your mouth moving along with Henry," so I'm like,
3: "Fuck,
4: sorry, sorry, one, sorry, sorry." <laughs>
0: <laughs> when late night, when we first started, like. A million years ago in 1993, and we did this bit called Clutch Cargo with the fake mouth. Oh, that yeah, 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 yeah. And amazing. Clinton would come down and go, Nee-haw! Yeah, yeah. And he'd be talking to me. I was so new at it all <laughs> that I knew both sides of the script. And I'm on camera, and he's going, Let me tell you something, Connor. And I'm going, <laughs> and I was on it was nothing we could do like it was airing yeah. you know uh yeah. people were saying you're saying the words along with yeah. him and I went I'm just doing the best I uh, can Fred Fred Armisen
4: to mess with me sometimes in SNL It's one, one of the funniest guys on the planet he was he, like he would mess with me sometimes where he under his breath I don't know if he ever did it on air but I feel like he did it dress once under his breath cuz you have cue cards up he would be reading along with your lines <laughs> So, under his breath, he'd be like, Hi, uh, welcome to the show. And I'm saying it out loud. Welcome to the show when I can hear him very slowly no, going. Wait, like, was he doing it to, to it screw with you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, so it wasn't, it wasn't a tick or anything? No, no,
4: or anything. no, no. He was doing it totally to fuck with me. He would also do a thing that if the camera wasn't on me, well, if the camera was on me and it was off him, he would just go. <laughs> and then they'd be like back and then, like, guys, hold on because I would laugh very easily. When I
0: first, uh, Fred Armisen came to work on SNL when I was working at Late Night, and I would just mess with people in the hallway. i you know, just, and I knew him a little bit, but whenever I saw him anywhere, you'd, you'd see everybody in SNL in the hall, because our show was just three floors down from you guys. I'd see him, he'd be walking down the hall, and he's such a nice, kind of like, oh, hi, how are you, Conor? Good. Evening. Hey, man, and I would else? always say to him, you're just acting like a clown out there. <laughs> you're acting like a clown. And and he he knew it was a bit, but he'd be like, Sir, please it go I'm the so other sorry. way. I'm so smelling. So 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 and
4: the so the you gotta thing. give us
0: the real you, you're just a clown, Armisen, But I never yeah. I realized we for about six years I never had a real human interaction with him.
4: <laughs> yes. a bar- I, uh,
0: no, he we
4: have impressions of each other and mine of him was always like, Yeah, dude, yeah, man, I'll just fly right to Portland. Fly right back. <laughs> yeah dude that band and he always knows people from obscure bands he's like that guy was in Squirrel Nut Zippers that dude Squirrel Nut Zippers right there that's the dude
5: Squirrel dude that's him
4: yeah and his impression of me is I've just heard of a massive band for the first time where I would be like hey I just listened to Bruce Springsteen
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I talk like hey guys and he kind of goes like this hey guys I just listened to the Beatles for the first time
0: He's funny because he's such a funny performer and such a funny person, but when you're with him in real life and um, you're with a bunch of comedians, everyone else, if it's you and me and Mulaney and a whole bunch of other people and we're sitting around and we're all joking around, he'll be absolutely quiet. Yeah. And eating, and I've been with him a whole meal where he won't say a thing, and he's, got, he's always got these incredibly giant, fashionable glasses. Yeah. They look like they're from like a European car's windshield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like you're waiting for them to have windshield wipers. Yeah, on them, exactly, yeah. and he's just, And appreciating and nodding. And then at the end of the night, he'd be like, well, that was really a lot of fun. Thank you very much. And and then people would be like, he's the funniest guy in the world. And he is. But he just turns it completely off He knows how to do it.
4: Yeah. He, yeah. I've kind of learned that from him because when I first got to SNL, I mean, you're so anxious and you so want to please and don't want to get fired. So you're just on all the time. And I would just watch like Fred and... He was so kind of calm and chill and just like, oh, what are you reading? You know, and I was like, oh, what am I reading? Well, a book could be, uh, you know, a hat. Oh, it a you know, and he's like, you don't need to do that. Don't do that. Just tell me what you're reading. <laughs> <laughs> I was like.
0: <laughs> no, no, I trust me. You're, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> And my house, just my wife and my kids are just trying to live their lives. And Mara's like, oh, where, he's up on the I tell Huh? <laughs> just go outside. <laughs> Find a squirrel and do that to a squirrel. <laughs> There's a squirrel looking at yeah, you like, going, can oh, you go boy. back and sound?" <laughs> you know,
4: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, everything's a bit. Well, time to take my heart medicine. <laughs> you just wake up and put like Dick Van Dyke's one
0: man band outfit from Mary Poppins on. You're like, <laughs> look at me, look at me. That's how I feel. When I was starting out as a comedy writer and I was uh, working at, up at Sunset Gower. Woo! Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Ow>! Yeah. <laughs> Is that was, Junction? Ow! Oh!
0: Anyway. Uh, Tower we go, <laughs> I was known as the writer that was always on, like, as you can imagine. And then one day I'm just driving my, my crappy car home. I had a 1973 Plymouth Valiant. I bought it in an old, like, a yeah! junkyard. People will, yeah, <laughs> anything just to hear themselves on a podcast.
4: Yeah, it's like, honey, honey, just wait. Wait, 50 minutes in. Yep, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> then ran into another car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's coming! It's coming! Look at the road! So Quiet. <laughs> 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 oh my God! Sorry. Hey. There was no easy. airbag.
4: Easy. That guy easy. died immediately. Easy. That's not funny at all.
2: Oh my God.
0: That but it's not funny.
2: <laughs> this. He's <I> fine.
0: Was... <laughs> But this writer, was, this writer was driving home who worked with me and I didn't see him. He said, I didn't see him and I was just driving along and he said, for the first time ever, I was completely neutral. Like a machine that had been turned off and I was waiting at a light. So what he saw was just something no one's ever seen. Which is a Conan O'Brien that doesn't have anybody around him to stimulate that sad part of him that he never got from his father. <laughs> Did he put a mirror under your nose? And I'm just, and so I'm, I'm there and, and he pulled up to me and he was looking at me and he said, I was fascinated because it was just, I've never seen you like that. You're always like, do you know, and I'm just there like that. And he said, he rolled down his window and like gestured to me and then I went like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I whipped my head around because out of the corner oh of my, my eye, God. like Spider-Man, oh. I saw someone who knows me. Wang. Oh. And totally high octane And he said it freaked him out Yeah, Because he realized there was nobody inside
2: <laughs> That's sick That's sick It That's only a disease. reacts to comedy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, know.
0: I wouldn't it's meet it's her impressive. children for a while Because oh. they weren't old enough to laugh yeah. oh. That's They weren't true.
2: old enough no, to is, laugh That is true No they wouldn't give him what he needed So he waited
4: Just a baby in a car seat being like mm.
2: Yeah exactly That's no fun Can they smile yet? Can they respond yet? I'll come when they respond that's what you were saying I just I knew that I'd be
0: working it and if they were in that you know the first whatever five months when infancy. they're like gleep glorp you know
2: yeah newborn that really infancy. boring
0: gleep glorp phase <laughs> yeah I don't want that. that's just a nerve ending it's like that's not the reaction I wanted so I a perfect Vincent Price impression and then you have two kids, Mikey and Charlie. Yeah. And Mikey, I nailed right away. Yeah. He's like, ha, 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 ha. And I was like, da, 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 da. wing, wing. And then Charlie couldn't get him.
2: No. Couldn't no. get him. And
0: I went home and I'm like, <laughs> The fuck's with Charlie?
4: <laughs> Still You're brings just calling up. him at three in the morning? Put Charlie on the phone.
0: <laughs> Put him
4: on the phone. <laughs> Charlie, it's Conan. <laughs> Next time you see mommy's friend, you're gonna laugh. <laughs> Are your kids funny?
2: Yeah, they're fine. They're 10 months old. They're, they make me laugh. Oh, a lot. okay, yeah. They're yeah. babies, which makes it even sadder that he needs that from them. I feel like, it, were you gonna say sicker? Sicker. Yeah. sicker. It's sicker and it's I, sadder. I yeah, know what it's it's like I have,
4: I have three daughters. I did the same thing when they were kids. It was just like going like. Ah! Wait, why aren't you laughing <laughs> uh, now they're funny my just yesterday my middle daughter she like just rolled the window down she saw the two nice old women like in their front yard speaking and she drove by and was like how's your day going
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> and i went right. why did you do that and she goes they're looking the wrong way <laughs> So she knows. They know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Their mother and I talk all the time. We're like, oh, man, they're funny. Oh, shit. Yeah. They're actually really funny. Yeah. 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 One of the youngest ones dressed up as Rose from Titanic <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> and she was showing the class and the teacher told me she was like, this is what she's wearing before she dies. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, no. She's like, this is what she's wearing when Jack died. <laughs> <laughs> and she would only refer to the costume as what she was wearing when Jack died.
2: <laughs> when you said and when she so died, I thought was, it was
4: old rose. Were they concerned? Was there any concern from the teachers? No, it's like a hippie school. They don't give a shit. <laughs> they were like, she's, she's showing, she's doing very... No, they, they thought it was very sweet. They thought it was very funny. It's not a hippie school. Yeah, It's not a hippie school. Whoever's listening to this, it's not a hippie school. It's a great school. <laughs>
0: I remember years ago, we took, amazing my son, school. we took my son to some super progressive school or whatever, and we walked in, and he was really young, and we walked in, and they, at one of the rooms, I had a clock on the wall, and the numbers were all jumbled around. And um, my son was looking at it, and uh, he said, you know... What's, what's that all about? And the, the teacher went time, man. Oh no! Oh no! It doesn't Boo. really. My son was like six, and it doesn't really matter. And my son went uh huh. I need to turn around. He went clock should tell time.
4: <laughs> the clock, the clock should tell time. Let's get out of here.
0: Damn, I want to learn get shit out of here
4: now. Let's get out. Let's get out. <laughs> yeah. Like his feet don't even touch the ground. He's like get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: just yeah, big. this like, is big. He says now.
4: The interview is over!
0: <laughs> this is the same son that, that said to my, uh, my wife and I uh, you know, once, just years and years ago, I'd like to make, uh, I'd like to try and make some money. And we're like, that is terrific. That's terrific that you'd like to make some money. So, you know, what we could do is in the morning, they throw the paper and, you know, f- whatever in front, and you could bring it into the house and that's going to be 50 cents. And this, if you do that, that'll be 50 cents. And if you, this will be 50 cents. And he said, come on, I'm talking real money here. <laughs> I don't have time Fucking to fuck around. Money.
4: Yeah, he brings his enforcer over. Like, hey, 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 where's the money you owe this kid? He brought the paper in. He cleaned up the after the dog. I saw that. No, I gave him a dollar fifty. Nah, 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 nah. nah, nah. You ain't giving him a dollar fifty. It was a little bit more than that. All right. <laughs> Who are you, gentlemen? <laughs> Who is this amazing man? Kid uh, Enforcer, this week on NBC. <laughs> baby Enforcer. <laughs> baby Enforcer. The baby wants its diaper changed.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's a giant hit for some reason. <laughs> 90 million households. 90 million the- households. We don't get it. <laughs> The baby wants his way back. The baby wants his way, way back. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Um, I saw Wilco play here once.
3: Oh, I did, yeah. I did
4: too. Yeah, Wilco yeah. played here once. It was awesome.
0: All right, well, now we're just... we re- gotta, re- gotta, re- we gotta re- just we're just <laughs> yeah. clock out. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Now you're just going to start naming random bands. Yeah. So you... uh, uh,
4: yeah, Destroyer played here once. Um... Anybody have a question? <laughs> As
0: Kevin Neal would say, where's our waiter? Um, where's our waiter? Water, water, water. Uh, I, um, I cannot thank you enough oh, for being you, here. Man. And I want to make sure that I uh, thoroughly compliment you. I know that um, I'm an absolute fanatic uh, for Barry and you know that, I love it. I, I, I have, so have friends. I have friends that have a lot of projects, and when a friend of mine, who I really admire and love, makes something that I think is superlative, it gives me a lot of joy, and you've oh, done that you, with thank this, you. and you manage to keep, you manage with this show to keep dialing up the tension and the improbability that anyone else, that anything's going to go okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. absolutely incredible. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, no, I mean, Yeah. Uh, this season
4: gets pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually I mean, fine yeah. by me. Yeah, it gets pretty pretty dark, but it's yeah, it's the most fun. And, and especially like <clears throat> you know, growing up, like you know, wanting to do this in Tulsa and hanging out, making like short films with my sisters and stuff. It's pretty amazing to get to finally direct and do everything. And we have like this amazing group of people and an amazing cast. So. I don't know. I'm just
0: insanely lucky right now. Well, it's a beautiful show. (laughs) Sir, God bless you. you. Ladies and gentlemen... Sure that uh, I get this out because this is important. If you're not watching Barry, you're insane because uh, it's uh, absolutely one of my favorite shows, and it keeps uh, each it notches up uh, each season, mm-hmm. and it's a great piece of work. So uh, you should check out Barry, which airs uh, Sundays at ten on HBO and HBO Max. Make sure you check that out. <laughs> what about Bill Hader? Does it get any oh, better than man. that? Funniest guy. No, he's, he's just, uh, he's such a talented guy, but the ability, he has this ability to be so hilarious and then uh, as a creative force, you know, he's so multi-talented. Uh-huh. I think that's uh, amazing. And then to come out here and then, and then be vulnerable and tell us, I, to me, it's like a theme of this podcast sometimes is I want people to know that, the people that you're watching who you think probably don't have the same anxieties you do, everybody has those. Every single person has those. And you need to know that. That's important. Yeah. Yep. Except me, of course.
2: No. Yeah, yeah, you're a very there's, even keel.
0: There's nothing inside.
1: Ooh. Listen, I know we've had a lot of fun here tonight, but we have to get down to uh, some business here and pay some bills. Got to pay those bills. Yeah. It's important. Okay, this is important. We're excited to have Chevy as our sponsor for tonight's show. Oh, wow. Mm. With Chevy's new line of electric vehicles, including the Bolt EV, the first ever Silverado
0: EV, and coming soon the Equinox EV. Guess what? What? My favorite car name ever, truck name ever, Silverado. That's good. Oh, boy they must have when they realized no one else had taken that (sighs) name they must have high-fived each other until they all died (laughs) (laughs) so these are the electric ones that's right it's their whole line of new electric
1: vehicles and they are at the forefront of innovation
0: well let me first of all i think uh yes they are innovating i think we could innovate as well Well, how so Mm -hmm. i think we need to be drastically innovating Mm. constantly on the podcast to make sure that we change and grow and stay ahead of our audience. What do you suggest? I think I should, uh, you should surprise me with a wild animal in the middle of every episode. Oh. Like, I like Not a so large far. bear, but a young bear <laughs> that's not as, quite as strong as me, but could still hurt me. Okay. And you just launch it at me halfway through the podcast and I have to fight it. I have to fight an animal or a mountain lion or a bobcat and people would hear that and they would wonder every week yeah I like Jeff Goldblum I'll listen oh. to Jeff Goldblum or yeah you know Mulaney I'll listen to Mulaney or you know Tig Notaro I want to hear Tig Notaro wait a minute I want to wait and see what animal they throw on Conan
3: oh.
2: that he I'm, has to
0: fight off there's a real chance that you could die
2: I that's, was going to say would, you would die the first time we did it you can't fight animals like. no what, what are you saying yes he can oh sorry yeah that's a good idea no oh, come on no I'm serious oh,
1: no. I, i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt but i'm actually getting some information that that there's more info to be had on chevy and it comes from one of our producers here that we're not really getting to the nitty-gritty like we should have so let's bring that person out all right,
0: right. As a producer, guess, yeah, yeah. well if it isn't jordan schlansky
6: Jordan, you have something you want to say about the podcast? Yeah, listen, this is an advertising segment, and rather than promoting your own self-interest, your simple assignment was to mention that after 100 years of innovation, Chevrolet has taken some of their most popular vehicle models and made electric versions. And it's all based on their Ultium battery, or in the original Latin pronunciation, Ultium. And in fact... (laughs) (laughs) That's just not true. In fact, (laughs) the ancient Romans who spoke Latin and favored innovation themselves would likely have appreciated the extended range of these vehicles because, like Chevrolet in 80 countries, the ancient Roman Empire covered a lot of area, centered, of course, around Rome and the Colosseum, or as it was known back then, the Amphitheatrum. And you... (laughs)
0: Why does it always go to Italy? It always goes to Italy. Wow. Why? Okay. We've be talking about anything, and we're in Italy within eight minutes.
6: You in particular should be thankful for the idea of innovation because if we were still living in the Roman Empire, your desperate needs for attention would likely have found you fed to the wild animals in the amphitheater. Right, okay. Oh, that's right. what you're after. That's my dream. Now, while I myself, as a deep thinker and philosopher, would likely have flourished <laughs> and spent my days eating large quantities of cacio e pepe pasta, one of the four famous Roman pastas along with carbonata, amatriciana, and Grisha. Now the key to properly preparing those pastas is the use of the starchy pasta water as the Italians call amido. And in fact, all of those Roman dishes use Pecorino Romano cheese which is made from sheep's milk and those sheep are fed grass leading to a higher nutritional content, specifically in the area of conjugated linoleic acid, omega-3 fatty acids all right, I and beta carotenes. No no. no, no, no.
0: Uh... <laughs>
6: You're about to be tackled
0: by my security. (laughs) Jordan, I miss you. I guess I love you if you're a real person. Jordan Schlansky, thank you very much, everybody.
1: My God, I, I don't know what to say about you, about that man. I don't. I'm not lying. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I
2: don't either. I just want pasta.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever I go in the world, I don't care where I am, and I've been in many corners of this world. People stop me and say, "Hey, man, what's with that Jordan Schlansky?" They want to know what his deal is, and yeah. that's him. That Do is...
1: you think that they stop him and go, "What's with that Conan O'Brien?" No,
0: no, they don't. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> well. We like to keep things a little close to the recorded version of the podcast. And often with that podcast, we check in with the people, the listeners, yep. by
0: listening to some voicemails.
1: Mm-hmm. So we're right. gonna... We always listen to voicemails,
0: yeah. and then I answer their question. Yeah. So we're
1: going to press play on some voicemails right now
0: and hear from actual listeners. Okay. okay. Let's uh, begin right now. And yeah. I'm going to try and imagine... What the person who left this voicemail looks like. Okay. Mm-hmm. This will be a Picturing someone. <laughs> yes. Hi. How are you?
7: Hi. I'm Christine Leon from Tustin. From where? Tustin. Tustin. In Orange County.
0: Oh, Orange County. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. The, it- it, it, <laughs> <laughs> Is that your question? You're not on trial in communist China. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> this is who I am. This is what I've been charged with. I wish to apologize for my behavior. It's all cool. Your name again?
7: Christine. Yeah,
0: Christine. That's cool. And what's up, Christine? You don't have to read off a paper. You uh, well, can just... I
7: kind of have to because I'm a little nervous. But I'm Okay, don't
0: to... be nervous. We're all friends here.
7: Okay. So this is something that I've thought about when I listen to the podcast. I, I uh, like the way you guys interact with each other. Mm-hmm. If you could create a mashup of the ideal person name. Sona mat, name some of the physical and personal traits you would pull from each of your beans. <laughs> Parenthetically, as you make your selection, please keep in mind that Sona reigns supreme in her current existence. Therefore, ah. therefore you may want to borrow more readily from that, her, her yeah. bean. Okay. I love you, Christine. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was a great college entrance essay. <laughs> <laughs> The people at Brown are going to be very pleased. <laughs> Parenthetically, um, well, I agree with you. I mean, that's a, I think that's a really good question. Yeah. I think a it's a great, great question. question. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I want to be, be kind here. Oh, no. I think, you know what I wish? Sona has the quality that I wish I had, which is um, I'm very uptight, and I care, too, I care a lot about everyone else. To, are they okay? Are the other people all right? Sona... <laughs> has this great ability to kind of tune out if other people are upset um, i thought you were gonna I, be kind that's it it is that's really kind you're chill i don't give I've a never, shit
2: about anybody else. no no
0: you have that you you don't you're you're relaxed you like yourself you're in tune with the universe you're I mean, chill you don't care about others like a, a bundy or some other killer um <laughs> no i just think i really do i think you have a great spirit i would like your spirit of calm oh. i'd like to be able to you know be calm enough to you know take a few edibles before i went to bed at night yeah
2: instead it, of the it, communion
0: no. wafers i nosh <laughs> <laughs> oh, no you're uh you're quite handy he's a handy gentleman he's uh, not handsy that's different <laughs> You can't be handsy anymore, but he's very handy. I've seen he builds amazing things around his home, cabinets, right, light fixtures. Um, I think you're, very, uh, you're, you're a good guy who knows how to build things. Where's this going?
2: We're so nervous when you say nice things I know. about us.
0: No, no. I wish I was someone who had a very quiet life like Matt.
3: <laughs>
0: Not a lot, of, a lot of other distractions. Uh, fame and fortune have... <laughs> No, turn me into this universe where I can't sit at home and build a little birdhouse that looks like (laughs) Jefferson's Monticello to scale. So that's my cross to bear. Those are the qualities I would uh, borrow from them, and I'd probably keep my uh, keen intellect and massive pompadour. That's what I would keep. <laughs> there. Have I answered your question? No. Yeah, you know, you got to put you in there too. What's that? What of you? Oh, I you. I said the hair up. and the keen intellect. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're serious. And the sexuality, the raw oh. sexuality. <laughs> Thank you very much, Christine. Thank
1: Thanks, you. Christine.
0: All right, let's, should we
1: hear, hear another, uh... Yeah, we've got another pre-recorded voicemail.
2: Ooh.
1: Hey, Conan. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> you're so cool.
5: Oh, man. I love your
0: shades. You know, you're in a blacked-out theater, <laughs> and you're wearing sunglasses.
5: This is how I can see their prescription. Are their prescription. They okay. <laughs>
0: Do you want to borrow someone else's glasses, or are you cool? You're good with those.
5: They're uh, fine. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. What? You can't see me? I can see you. I you
0: can see, see me you. all right with the, oh, with yeah. the sunglasses, oh, right? yeah. Okay.
5: I've been listening to your, your podcast every single night before I go to bed. Not that you put me to sleep or anything, but it's just... No, nothing. I got the message. <laughs> but when hot chocolate
0: and most prescription medicines don't work. <laughs> You want to listen to Conan O'Brien? Got it.
5: No THC chocolate for me. (laughs) Anyway, I have to ask. um, So, facing the 2020s in like in this time, like if you were to picture yourself in your mid 20s right now, like how exactly would you be able to break out into the industry as it is today? I I guess. No
0: one would ever hear of me.
5: (laughs) I guess what I'm asking is, I would
0: die in complete obscurity. (laughs)
5: Like, what, If you were to be viral in any way, what would be the first viral thing that you'd be known for?
0: I think I'd be in pornography, probably. <laughs> yeah.
5: So syphilis would be your virus? Matterspect right there, matter respect. Yeah.
0: No, no, I'm just saying, that's a way to, I, you know what I mean, you know, you got the goods, you know, and I think...
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: um,
7: oh, God. This is a family this show. awful.
0: I'm an awful person.
1: I'm an
5: awful, incredible. awful man. Sona, That's a really good... Matt Gourley, Conan, you guys are amazing. Can I, ah. can
0: I answer your question wearing your sunglasses? Is yeah. that okay? Yeah, can you sure, come forward, please? Yeah, come on. Yeah, I'll give him right back. No That's incredible. This is me. The year is 2020 and I am now 22 years old and I've just come to LA. (laughs) My name's Conan O'Brien and I'm rocking these glasses. And I'm the coolest badass anybody's ever seen. And so I'm making a lot of viral videos because that's what people do now. And it's going absolutely nowhere. (laughs) So I moved to Oklahoma and I become a farmer. (laughs) <laughs> I honestly don't know. I mean, I think, you know, I think one of the things that uh, is so difficult now is there were a lot of things that were, dif- that were hard when I was getting started, which is there were so few ways to break in. But if you did break in, it was, uh, you felt, you know, quite fortunate. Today, um, the good news is that everybody can make a viral video. I'm, I'm, I'm saying a, a video and put it online. And then the flip side is everybody can make a video and put it online. So... <laughs> It's just the yin and the yang of it. It's a really tricky thing. So I do have sympathy. I, I, I admire and respect all, there's so many young people out there that are making really funny. My, my kids are constantly showing me stuff that someone did on TikTok, someone did online, that's absolutely hilarious and brilliant. And it's someone who made it in their basement. Whether that leads to them you know, becoming uh, famous or a known person in the entertainment industry, I don't know. But I do think it's a huge advance that people can do that. And there's so much talent out there. Unfortunately, you gotta really be patient and look for it because there's a lot of terrible, terrible stuff. <laughs> and the good, is, the good is always rare. It's like the definition of really good work is that it's rare. So I, I, I think we just have to keep that in mind.
5: But are you interested in being in this business? <laughs> My ne- next job is gonna be a TikTok star. Yeah. Security. Yeah. Security is going to take you away now.
0: We do not tolerate any TikTok stars here. You're going to be incarcerated. We have time for one more?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Thank time you. for one more? Yeah. Hey, how are you?
1: Oh my God. I don't
4: typically get starstruck, but I've been your fan since I was 12 years old.
0: Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, you Thank are, you so much. You are one of my three celebrity crushes. All Please my don't best, mention you know. the other two. <laughs> Seri- I'm, not, I'm being serious. Cause I've had people, I've had women come up to me and go like, I swear to God, there's, I have a hall pass. It's you. And then they say the other person and it crushes me. <laughs> Okay. It just crushes me. So uh, I don't want to hear who they are. Let's not cloud our fantasies with those miscreants. <laughs> who needs them? It's I hear their It's impotent. Just you. Maybe it's me and a slightly younger me and a slightly older me. Okay,
1: Great. different versions of you. Oh, what?
0: Oh, come on! It's not like my wife and daughter are at this show. Oh. Jesus!
1: <laughs> All right, so I wanted to ask you, um, what's a moment you can recall in the entirety of your life that
4: just made you think, I'm so glad to be alive? It could be a really banal moment, it could be a milestone. What's the first thing that comes to mind?
0: Wow. Um, (laughs) Remember your wife wife and my daughter are here. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the first time I saw my wife, and then envisioned my eventual daughter,
4: <laughs>
0: I knew it was good to be alive. Good answer, good answer. That's number one, okay? <laughs> now I get to go home.
2: Now that that's out of the way.
0: <laughs> I get to go home. That's the important thing. No days in again for me. <laughs> they're twice a week. I'm sent to the days in. I get it. And they're not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> I get there in my Chevy. Uh, I, you know, I have to say, I'm, it's, I mean, I, I, it's such a profound question that I don't think there's one moment. I'm, I am good. I have, a, as they'll readily tell you, I have a ton of flaws, but I am a very grateful person. So, um, I do. I remember one moment in particular stands out. I think I was 24 and I was working at Saturday Night Live, and it's Rockefeller Center, Christmas time lights. I'm a kid. I have a job there. I leave. I get I hail a cab and I remember I rolled down the window and I just saw the tree and 30 Rock and knew that I worked there and it was Christmas time and we just wrapped up a show and I had a sketch on it and I my the overwhelming feeling I had was I won the lottery. This is pure luck. I'm so happy you know, I was very grateful, and I remember then thinking, never be bitter. Just don't be bitter, because a lot of people have success. They really do. A lot of people have. um, I think the most shocking thing to me in this business and, and just in the world in life is that I meet people that have had incredible good fortune and they're mad and they're unhappy yeah. and they think they got screwed somehow. And I can't tell you, there's so, we have a, a society that elevates these people and you, you, you see them on billboards and you see them in magazines and you think their life's so great and so many people are unhappy. And I just think it doesn't matter, you know, my grandfather was a policeman in Worcester, Mass, directed traffic, got $55 a week and you know what? All he ever said was I'm the luckiest person ever and he just had that attitude and um, he wasn't. I make so much more than that. <laughs> I wish he were alive and I would tell him that right now do you realize how little $55 a week is I bet you could stay at the I want him for that (laughs) it's the first thing I'm going to say to him when I get to the afterlife do you realize how little that is (laughs) that's shit (laughs) sir you've got to leave heaven now I'm not leaving heaven (laughs) anyway that's a really nice question I'm glad you asked it that's a sweet question nice to meet you Let's hear it for the two people that make our podcast so great, Sodom of and Matt Gorley. Yay, seriously. That's my life now. Wherever I go, wherever I go, anywhere. Katakai! We're gonna wrap things up now, but I wanna thank you all for coming out and seeing. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and I do need a friend, and I love that all of you are listening to the podcast. It means the world to me. Let's take it on home, everybody. Call us here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell Brand new shoes, walk in blues, climb the fence, books and pens I can tell that we are gonna be friends I can tell that we are gonna be friends Walk with me, Susie Lee, through the park and by the tree we will rest upon the ground And look at all the bugs we found Safely walk to school without a sound Safely walk to school without a sound Numbers, letters, learn to spell Nouns and books and show and tell Playtime, we will throw the ball Back to class, through the hall Teacher marks our height against the wall your mops are high against wall Here we go We don't notice any time pass We don't notice anything We sit side by side in every class Teacher thinks that I sound funny But she likes it when you sing Tonight I'll dream I'm in bed Silly thoughts run through my head About the bugs and alphabets When I wake, tomorrow I'll bet That you and I will walk together again I can tell that we are gonna be friends I can tell that we are gonna be friends You guys are great, thank you very much for coming out
1: Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solitaroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Theme song by The White Stripes. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Take it away, Jimmy. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and our associate talent producer is Jennifer Samples. Engineering by Will Beckton. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf.